0: Welcome back to Community Strangers. This is Luis. Well, last time I told you about um, the first steps that I took to learn the language as a new immigrant in the USA. Uh, And I told you also uh, how it wasn't that easy at first, how I felt discouraged Uh, a lot of times. You know, sometimes it felt like I would never learn this new language. And, you know, there were some words that it just felt like it was really hard to say, to pronounce. You know, uh, this act of twisting the tongue and conveying, you know, the sound of these words. at, 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 At times it felt impossible. Nevertheless, as I continue to push through and, you know, continue to do my best uh, and continue to make mistakes sometimes and, you know, as I continue to learn this new language, uh, I eventually felt more comfortable um, with, you know, with speaking um, to people, with, uh, you know, sharing my ideas, my thoughts. And again, uh, you uh, do not give up. Just keep going you know be patient um, but be persistent be determined and you will make it happen I promise I, if I'm speaking English right now it's proof that you can speak English too I you know it, it, I thought I would never learn it and and I eventually did now um, what I want to talk about today is um, some of the mistakes that we make as uh, as uh, learners of English you um, you know specifically one mistake it's we tend at first to uh, translate things literally and it's understandable uh, because you know we're, we're coming from a place where we're speaking a different language so we're thinking in Spanish right we all of our thoughts are in Spanish and and before you say something in English you perhaps say it first in Spanish and then you translate it in your head and then you say it in English well it's it's not a good idea to do that why because uh, when you translate word for word you will make a lot of mistakes um, you know and languages are not something that you can translate word for word you you do need to understand the, the idea the concept of what is being talked about and and then say uh, you know just convey that idea sometimes you have to use different words but you know don't don't do translation word for word it'll work sometimes but it is not um it's not a good practice now, for example, I'll, I'll just give you a few, a few examples. Um, the the verb, the word divertirse in, in Spanish, which means to have fun. Um, whereas divertirse is it's a verb in Spanish. In English, fun is not a verb. You know, so you you don't fun you 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 have you have fun. So you have to use this this other word this other ver- this verb to have. In order to to conjugate um, this this word, so if you were to translate this uh, you know from Spanish to English, uh, it it probably wouldn't make sense. Or if you do it the other way around too, like you in Spanish you don't say yo tengo diversión, it it just doesn't doesn't make sense. You you know you would say me divierto, uh, so I have fun, uh, or something is fun. Um, um, and that would probably have a better translation. You would say, es divertido. Algo es divertido. Something is fun. Um, so, so you know, the, there's these nuances in, in, in the language. So, if you try to translate it word for word literally, um, it, it will be a mistake. So, again, in English, you have it. You go and get the fun. You have the fun. Um, in Spanish, you, you know, te diviertes. Right um, now, uh, we tend to make a mistake uh, with the word "fun" and "funny." Uh, they're they're not the exact same thing. You know, "funny" is "chistoso." Something's funny. I mean, it it also means that something's funny is something strange. But "funny" means that you know it's it makes you makes you laugh and makes you giggle. Um, that's "funny," "chistoso." And um, e, and and "fun" is you know it's just "diversion." So something you do to enjoy yourself. Okay, so, so th- those are some of the things you, you the, sometimes we make the mistake with. Um, and I I um, remember something that happened to me in my first year and it was in high school, it wasn't a class. Um, I, I don't remember exactly what class it was. I remember the kid, this kid was an American uh, kid who had lived in Mexico for a couple of years, uh, for about three years with um, their parents, with his parents. And so he knew some Spanish. He was actually pretty good at Spanish. Um, and, and he would sit next to me in this class and I would, you know, try to talk to him in English. I felt more comfortable um, trying to say things in English to him, um, hoping that he would understand me. And, you know, I I've also was not that afraid to make a mistake with him. And I remember that that I wanted to tell him about a, a, a story of something that I had heard from a guy. Um, and... Previous to the prior to this, um, I, I used to uh, keep with me this dictionary, you know, I would just look for meaning, uh, the meaning of certain words that I wanted to use. So I came across, you know, th- uh, this dilemma with the word historia. Uh, historia in, in English could be translated as history or story. You know, depending on, on the context of what the conversation is about. So I went to the dictionary and looked for, for the word history. And it said something about, you know, it's a, a chronological order of factual events from the past. And then I went to story and there were a few definitions. One of them said that it was, uh, um, you know... An, um, not a fake narrative, but it but it was like a made up event. It, it you know that was one of the um, uh, the definitions that I remember reading. So um, what I concluded was okay. So it, it looks like history uh, is for for real things that have happened, and and story is more for something like a made up story, you know, for something that may not have happened, uh, and you just want to tell like like a cuento, you know, the story. And so I I got to that conclusion, a wrong conclusion. So I then I, I go to this friend of mine and I try to tell him in English. You know, oh, I know um, I know a history about this guy, and, and before I continued on with what I wanted to say, um, he was like, "What? What do you mean a history?" And and he asked me to repeat it, and I repeated it to him. You know i know you know a history about this guy and i wanted to say i know a story about this guy uh, and and i i remember trying like three times using the word history and he was just confused he was like i don't understand you um and and um i probably try to tell him in spanish i, I would assume I, I can't remember that but i i remember that i you know i felt defeated and, and it, that mistake helped me realize that what uh, the, the conclusion that i um, had made was wrong. Then I went to study it better, and then I realized, you know, that story is not necessarily not necessarily something that is not true. Uh, it could be something true, but it refers to a specific event when you talk about story. Um, so you know, th- those are some of the things that I that I uh, made a mistake uh, with. Um, another common mistake that I used to make, or the people that the you speak Spanish um, that are learning English uh, usually make is. Uh, when we talk about age, in, in Spanish we have the age. In English we are, you know, certain. Uh, we are say twenty years old. So when in, in Spanish the you would if if we were to translate the question of how are you um, from Spanish to English, we would have to say what age do you have. But that's not something that we would say in, in, in English. But if you were to translate it literally, you would have to say that. You know, what age do you have? And, and that's that's really not that common. So wh- what do we ask in English? How old are you? Right. So it's it's uh, it's different. Uh, we so we use the verb to be um, to talk about age. We are of this age in in Spanish. We have this age. All right. so that's those are some of the mistakes that we can make. Um, another common mistake is the double negatives. What what is that? Um, when in in Spanish we can say, uh, "No hice nada." I didn't do nothing. That's a in English that's a double negative and it's not correct. So you only have one negative in the sentence. So you would say, uh, "I didn't do anything." Uh, but if you were to translate that literally, yeah, yeah, you would end up saying I, I didn't do nothing, which some people say, but it's not right, right? So, so we gotta be careful with the double negatives. Um, another mistake that I uh, that I, um, that we make is with food. In when you go to a restaurant, for example, uh, and you're ordering something at the restaurant. You in Spanish you ask the waiter to give you the food uh, or to bring you the food. So you'd say something like "dame este plato" or "dame esto" or "traeme esto." Bring you know, give me this or bring me this. Uh, if you were to translate that, you know, if you think in Spanish and you, know, you go to the restaurant and and in order that way, it it sounds weird uh, and it sounds too demanding. So, how do you normally say that in English? In English, you have the food. So, you say something like, can I have, can I have this, like, say you go to a McDonald's, can I have this Big Mac? Um, you know, puedo tenerles, if you were to translate it. But, you know, it doesn't work as a literal translation. So, to with the food, you usually have it. If you go to a place, you have the food. So, you ask, can I have this, or may I have this, or that. In, in Spanish, you ask them to give it to you, or you ask them to bring them to you. Um, again, if you translate it literally, it's, it's not going to work. Um, other example that comes to mind is um, um, the, these verbs. Explain, say, and listen. Um, in, in Spanish, you would say, explícame. If you were to translate it literally, it'll say, uh, explain me. And, and, and it's, it's not right. You say, explain to me um same thing with say uh in spanish you would say dime say if you translate it it would literally it will say say me that uh, this just doesn't sound right you can say say this to me or tell me if you're going to use you would have to use a different verb um or with the word listen uh listen um in spanish you would say escúchame you listen me and, and, and again that's not right in english listen to me um, um, another one. It's with the with uh, the verb agree. Agree. In in Spanish, you say estoy de acuerdo, which uh, translator literally would be something like I am in agreement, I think. But we don't say that in English. I, I am in agreement. We say I agree. Um, so it, it, in, in this case, agree is a verb. In English, whereas, whereas in Spanish, uh, de acuerdo is not a verb. So you have to use estar in, in order to make that phrase a verb. Estar de acuerdo. And that's agree. So you you don't say I am agree or I am not agree. That's wrong. You say I agree or I don't agree. Estoy de acuerdo o no estoy de acuerdo. Um, another mistake is uh, that we make is um, uh, when we don't understand the meaning between bored and boring. Um, you know, if you, uh, how do you translate bored to Spanish or boring to Spanish? It's the same word, aburrido. But de- depending on what you use, what word you use right before that aburrido word, it'll make it, you know, it'll have a different meaning. So, for example, you would say um, in in English, if you say, I am bored, that translate, translates as estoy aburrido. But if you say soy aburrido, that actually means I'm boring. So soy aburrido, I'm boring. Estoy aburrido, I'm bored. Uh, So it depends on the context, on what is being uh, said. Uh, So don't just try to translate words literally. And again, we're going to make mistakes, it happens and feel confident to make mistakes when you're learning English. I guess, you know, when I'm speaking in English, um, if you're hearing this, you're most likely somebody who already knows English Uh, and um, maybe you're uh, interested in teaching kids that that, uh, are learning English. You know, you're you're maybe an ESL teacher or interested in being an ESL teacher. Uh, So tell this to your students. Don't try to use literal translation. Don't use word for words. That's, you're gonna make a mistake. Um, um, another uh, issue, another mistake that we usually make is with the false co- cognates. What what are these fa- false cognates? These are words that in Spanish and in English sound uh, very similar, um, but but they're um, they're really not. I'll give you an example. I mean, and in the meaning, it's also it's very different. They may look similar. They may be written similarly um but they're but they're not the same for example the word and uh, discussion discussion in in english well in spanish you know the word that that looks like discussion is discussion but in english it's it's a conversation that you have with somebody where you share your thoughts your ideas and and it's and it's a friendly conversation i mean it can turn bad but but it's it, in general terms a discussion it's it's a civil conversation where you share your ideas with somebody else whereas in in, in spanish discusión it's actually a, it, it's an argument you're arguing with somebody and and that implies that when you're arguing you have this bad feeling right you probably are upset so discussion and discussion, they're not the same. They may look similar, they may sound similar, but they're different words, different meanings. Um, another one is to uh, assist and asistir. Sound very similar, look very similar, but assist in in English is to to help somebody, whereas asistir it's to to attend a place. You know, again. To help and to attend, there are different things. They look similar, not the same. So, so we shouldn't be making these mistakes. Um, another one, it's the word uh, intoxicated versus intoxicado. So intoxicated uh, in English, it's somebody who's maybe had too much alcohol, for example, versus intoxicado in Spanish. Uh, it, it conveys the idea that this person has been poisoned, maybe food poisoned. So intoxicado, intoxicated, very, very different meaning. So if you go to, say, you get food poison, you go to a, a hospital and you say, uh, uh, you know, and, and you're thinking, oh, estoy intoxicado, I'm, I'm, po- I'm poisoned, but you're trying to translate it literally, or, or you go to this, uh, you think that the intoxicated means intoxicado, then you will go to the doctor and you'll tell them, oh, I, I am intoxicated. And the doctor will think that you just had too many drinks. And they'll treat you for that, which is wrong. This may be not a fun uh, podcast to, or episode to, to listen to. Um, but, you know, let's, let us not make the mistake of uh, translating literally. It's been a pleasure again talking to you guys. Um, I will come up with something more fun next time something that uh, will be um, you know I'll go back to more to talk um, about more of my experience as an immigrant. Uh, and, but this is it for today. This is it for this week. Have a nice week.